Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 223 of the podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I am talking about guard Donovan Mitchell being traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. After speculation that he would end up being traded to the New York Knicks, instead, star guard Donovan Mitchell was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. In five seasons in Utah, Mitchell averaged 23.9 points per game, four and a half assists, shot 36% from free, was a three-time All-Star. In all five seasons he was with the team, they made the playoffs and made it to the second round twice. The Jazz were a consistent franchise, but were never really viewed as a legitimate title contender. Along with Mitchell, they also had Rudy Gobert, a three-time Defensive Player of the Year at center, and Mike Conley, one of the NBA's most underrated point guards. The Jazz, for the last 30-plus years, have always had their two best players be a guard and a big man. For over two decades, they had John Stockton and Carl Malone, and then in the 2000s, they had Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer and for the last five years they have had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And one of the biggest headlines this offseason is neither star is still a member of the Utah Jazz. The highlight of Donovan Mitchell's time with the Jazz would be when he had two 50 point games in the first round of the playoffs in 2020 against the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets guard Jamal Murray also had two 50 point games in that series. That epic battle between those two young and -and up-and-coming guards was just two years ago, and now Donovan Mitchell is not a member of the Jazz. But this offseason has been a complete overhaul for the Jazz. First, they lost head coach Quinn Schneider, who in eight seasons with the team was one of the more well-respected head coaches in the NBA. Then they traded Rudy Gobert to Minnesota for four players and four first-round draft picks. And now Mitchell moves to Cleveland for Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, and three first-round draft picks. I always thought the Jazz were going to choose one or the other, Mitchell or Gobert. I am surprised they would move on from both. I could see making the argument that neither at this moment are capable of being the best player on a team that wins an NBA championship, but giving up on a 26-year-old Donovan Mitchell is hard to sell to Jazz fans. This is a guy some have deemed as the next Dwayne Wade. I think at the moment Mitchell is a star player, not a superstar player. That doesn't mean he will never be one. I'm sure Mitchell wanted no part in being a part of a rebuilding process with the Jazz, but I don't think that he demanded to leave the team. I think this is the team moving on from these two stars and not the other way around. This is a good outcome, him ending up in Cleveland because they're a good team, but I think the best outcome for the NBA would have been Donovan Mitchell in New York. That is a team that needs star power. That is a team that really hasn't had a superstar player since Carmelo Anthony. New York, of course, is a way bigger market than Cleveland. And I know those bigger markets don't matter as much as they used to, like they did in the early 2000s. Like, it doesn't matter if LeBron's in LA or Cleveland. They're going to matter because LeBron's there. Like, players don't need the big markets. But still, I think the NBA needs cities like LA and New York to be vital for the league. It's always a better NBA when the Knicks have a star player like Donovan Mitchell. 
Mitchell, and unfortunately, they missed out on him. And I would say one of the reasons Donovan Mitchell isn't a bigger name is because he plays in a smaller market like Utah. Like, being in those smaller markets, even if you're on good teams, obviously, Donovan Mitchell would be a bigger name if he played for the Knicks, or he played for the Lakers, or even if he played for the Clippers. He was in Utah, and now he's going into arguably an even smaller market in Cleveland. I also just like the idea of seeing if Donovan Mitchell can handle being the star of the New York Knicks. It was fascinating to see Carmelo Anthony go from the Denver Nuggets to the New York Knicks, where people care about basketball a lot more in New York than they did in Denver. And listen, Carmelo went through some rough times with the Knicks, but overall, I would call his time there a success. Carmelo Anthony was able to handle all of the pressure of being the face of the New York Knicks, and I would have loved to see if Donovan Mitchell could handle that pressure, because I think that is real pressure he hasn't had to face in Utah, and I don't think he'll have to face in Cleveland. It's like when Shaq left the Magic to play for the Lakers. Yes, Shaquille O'Neal was a massive, massive star, but he became a superstar and an MVP with the LA Lakers. I think being in that bigger market can really help some guys, and I would have loved to see a guy like Donovan Mitchell in one of those bigger premier markets. Alas, he ends up with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Mitchell is going to be paired with two of the better young players in the league, point guard Darius Garland, who last year averaged 21 points per game and was an all-star, and Evan Mobley averaged 15 points and 8 rebounds as a rookie. The team also has Jared Allen, who is a walking double-double at center. This team is young and is the best place they have been since LeBron James left the team, and that's one of the things I'm really excited for Cleveland Cavaliers fans to experience, a life beyond LeBron James. There's no more talk is LeBron going to come back because LeBron James this offseason signed a long-term deal to remain a member of the LA Lakers. It feels like the Cleveland Cavaliers are finally accepting life without LeBron James. LeBron is not coming back. So they went out and got another star player who is 26 years old who they can have a decade-long future with. Really, the last remnant of the LeBron James-led Cavaliers era is Kevin Love. Nobody talks about how Kevin Love is quietly just putting up numbers without playing a lot of minutes on the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's kind of become a secret weapon. I mean, this guy is a future Hall of Famer who is taking a supporting role to all of these young guys. He has handled that situation perfectly in Cleveland. He has never looked like the bad guy who demanded out of town. This Cavs team with Love coming off the bench is going to be super deep. Not only do they have Kevin Love, they also have Karis LeVert, who is a microwave off the bench, and they also have one of the best backup point guards in all of basketball, Ricky Rubio. This is a guy who is a starting caliber point guard coming off the bench. He can be a reliable presence. You're not going to win a lot of basketball games because of Ricky Rubio, but you're also not going to lose a lot of basketball games because of Ricky Rubio. This Cavaliers team is super deep now. And we all really don't know the ceiling of Darius Garland or Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley might become one of the NBA's best premier 
Javier Biggs, and Darius Garland looks like a guy who is capable of being a franchise player. I mean, Donovan Mitchell might be playing on the best basketball team he's ever played on, and that's saying a lot because he's been on some really good Utah Jazz teams. From a pure basketball standpoint, this is the best possible outcome for Donovan Mitchell because if he were really traded to the New York Knicks, he would be looked upon as the savior. There would have been a lot of pressure for him to live up to the hype of turning that team around. The New York Knicks were supposed to be very good last year. They were not. And then if they had added Donovan Mitchell, a lot of people would have looked at him and said, you're going to lead us to the promised land. And he might not have been able to do that. At least with the Cleveland Cavaliers, he's around a team that is already stacked with talent. The Cavs made the postseason last year without Donovan Mitchell. He's the final ingredient to a team that could have massive success. He's not the answer to a bunch of problems. Mitchell is not going to have to force himself to score 30 points a game to prove himself. This team does not need him to do that again. He is the final ingredient to a team that is looking to have a lot of success over the next four or five seasons, and they are a young and upcoming team, and it's going to be exciting to see what the Cleveland Cavaliers can be next season. Because at the beginning of the season, they will be on that list of teams in the East who are considered elite, the others being the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, and the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't think this move makes them a team that can win a title next year, but it's the kind of move that can make them very good for a long time. They have enough talent to compete with any team. Mitchell has to be happy about the outcome of this trade. He's on a team that's going to be very good, but he was already on a team that was very good. It's getting to a point in Donovan Mitchell's career where he's going to have to take that next step in the postseason and lead a team to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's how you go from star player to superstar player. If next season Donovan Mitchell lights it up in the regular season and then leads the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Conference Finals, I will then view him as a superstar premier player in the NBA. Right now he is on the star player. He's on that list that includes guys like Bradley Beal. They are very good regular season players who put up incredible numbers, but I need to see them do more in the postseason before I reward them the honor of being called a superstar. Like I said, there's not the pressure of being in a big market, but I think there is the pressure of this team needs to be really good next season because if they're not, I'm going to have more questions than answers about the career of Donovan Mitchell. So in that point, there is some pressure on Donovan Mitchell to show up and be the Donovan Mitchell we all think he's capable of being. Not just in the regular season, but in the postseason as well. Mitchell has a lot to gain here. He has a lot to prove, but he also has a lot to gain. If he can be the final ingredient to a team making the Eastern Conference Finals, that's going to say a lot about him as a player. He has a really good chance of being the very best player in Cleveland since LeBron James left the team, and he shouldn't take that lightly. I mean, there's a chance to be the guy. He wasn't never really the guy in Utah because they also had Rudy Gobert and they were thought of as a pairing, but this could be the place where Donovan Mitchell becomes a superstar player 
player in his own rights. What I really don't want to see continue is the streak that Donovan Mitchell has been on where he's on a team that has a lot of regular season success and then it doesn't lead into anything exciting in the postseason. Yes, he had two 50-point games. I think he himself is an excellent performer in the postseason, but I need to have him have playoff success with his team. I think his team that he is on needs to have playoff success because these numbers feel kind of hollow if you keep on losing in the first and second round. At some point, you need to make that big leap to the conference finals. That's how you go from star player to superstar. One of the reasons I never took the Utah Jazz seriously as a title contending team is because they had that MO of a team that wins 50 to 55 games in the regular season, but then their ultimate ceiling is going to be the second round. I don't want that MO from Utah to follow Donovan Mitchell into Cleveland because if this continues to happen to him over his career, he'll be viewed as a guy who can put up numbers but then can't deliver in the postseason. And believe me, you don't want to be that guy. Yes, Tracy McGrady is a great player. Vince Carter was a great player, but they never had that playoff success, so they're not viewed in that same way of the other stars in that era like Dirk, like Kevin Garnett, like Tim Duncan, like Kobe, like Shaq, because those guys won and those guys who put up the stats and didn't win are barely remembered. Stats are great. They put you in that star category, but winning is what makes you looked upon as better than the rest. Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time, but one of the biggest reasons we all view him as the best shooter of all time is because the man has won four NBA championships. That's the reason why Steph Curry is going to be remembered more than just a great player, but as a winning basketball player. That's what I want from Donovan Mitchell. I want him to be viewed as a winner because right now I think that's the missing piece from his resume. He has the stats that make you view him as a star player. He just doesn't have enough of the winning. And I'm talking about the meaningful winning. He's winning in the regular season. He needs to win in the postseason. People make that Dwayne Wade comparison. Well, when I think of Dwayne Wade, I think of a winner. The guy who single-handedly beat the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA Finals. That's Dwayne Wade. If you want to be compared to Dwayne Wade, then you need to end up winning an NBA championship. Overall, if I were a fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers, I would be very excited for this trade because I do think Donovan Mitchell is ready to take this next step in his career and be the guy on a team with other really good players. Like, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to have a lot of success with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think at the very least, the team is going to make the second round of the postseason, and in the next few years, I think they could be viewed as a legitimate title-contending basketball team. I want to go back to Utah for a moment because it's been a tough offseason for Jazz fans. Getting Colin Sexton is fine. He's a good young player, but make no mistake, he's not Donovan Mitchell. And I think people forget that they got Mitchell at the perfect time as their star Gordon Hayward left to sign with the Boston Celtics and immediately Mitchell filled the hole left by him. And to trade him away with four years left on his contract is bizarre. That's the thing that people are missing from this trade. Donovan Mitchell is locked up for the next four seasons. That's the huge victory lap that the Cleveland Cavaliers are on. He's not traded with one year to go. They don't need to impress him so he has to sign a max extension. No, they have Donovan Mitchell on their roster for the next four seasons guaranteed. Now I know this is the NBA and he could wake up tomorrow and demand a trade and get what he wants, but you have to feel good about that. You're not getting a guy who's on his way out. This 
this is the beginning of something. And that's why I think of this as a very promising trade, because it's not just about the now, it's about the future. This trade for the Utah Jazz is also about the future. I mean, they trade Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert for seven first-round draft picks. That's not about the now. That's about rebuilding this team. And I have this viewpoint on Danny Ainge. I follow Danny Ainge because he was the executive of the basketball team I rooted for. I think Danny Ainge has this methodology or viewpoint that if you are not one of those teams competing to win the NBA Finals, then you should be rebuilding your roster. And I know a lot of people will look at that viewpoint and go, that's very extreme. This is a guy who traded away Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and in return got draft picks that led to them drafting Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. It worked out when he rebuilt the Celtics. Maybe it could work out for the Utah Jazz. It's easy right now to say that the Cleveland Cavaliers won this trade because they got the proven commodity. But what's going to happen if four of those seven draft picks the Jazz now have turn into really good NBA players? Like this is a trade you will not be able to grade in the next two seasons. You're going to have to wait at least a decade to really learn the ramifications of this trade. You got to give it to Danny Ainge. He's either all in with winning or he's all in with rebuilding an NBA franchise and it has worked out for him twice before. I mean, he won an NBA championship with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen and he was able to rebuild after that with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I wouldn't bet against him doing the exact same thing with the Utah Jazz. Danny Ainge does have this reputation of winning every trade he does and I get it. He's won a lot of trades like Isaiah Thomas out of nowhere became a 28 points per game scorer after the Boston Celtics traded for him. Like Danny Ainge is notorious for winning trades. This trade is complicated though because the Cleveland Cavaliers are getting a lot here. They're getting Donovan Mitchell, a proven star player who's only 26 years old. So on paper, this trade does look very good for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think ultimately this might be one of those rare trades that works out best for both sides. Like I don't think the future looked very good for the Utah Jazz if they had kept Donovan Mitchell. I think he wouldn't have wanted to be a part of that rebuild and that team clearly needs to rebuild. He was going to have a new head coach. Maybe it wasn't going to work out. Maybe there was no long-term future with Donovan Mitchell in Utah. And for Cleveland, you don't need to keep those draft picks because you already have the young players on your team. You don't need to draft young and -and up-and-coming players if you already have young and upcoming players. And I don't think losing Colin Sexton is that big of a deal. Colin Sexton was injured most of last year and the Cavs looked really good without him. They have Darius Garland. They don't need Colin Sexton. They did need a guy like Donovan Mitchell because Donovan Mitchell might be that missing piece to put them over the top. In the short term, Cleveland is definitely going to win this trade because they're going to be a very good team that is going to be looked at as a contending team in the Eastern Conference. While the Utah Jazz are going to look very bad next season, I'm just saying you're not going to be able to fully grade this trade until the next five to ten years. One of the things I'm most interested in seeing this upcoming NBA season is who's going to have more success with their new teams. Donovan Mitchell with the Cavs or Rudy Gobert with the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Wolves were a very good team last year without Rudy Gobert. Now they're adding him to go along with Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. I mean, that team could really take that next 
step as well. My counterpoint would be I don't love the idea of having two of your best players be big men in today's NBA. I mean, the Minnesota Timberwolves are not going to be able to consistently play Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert against a team like the Golden State Warriors. On paper, I'm giving the edge to Donovan Mitchell. I believe Donovan Mitchell will have more success with the Cavs than Gobert will have with the T-Wolves. I think both are going to like the idea of not playing with one another. They were a really good pair for a time, but overall, I don't think they were an ideal match. Both are in way better situations than they were in last season. I think the Timberwolves will be at least a team that can make it to the second round of the Western Conference playoffs, and I think the Cleveland Cavaliers, like I've been saying, can be a team that could potentially make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Last thing I'll say is I really hope this helps the team the Cavs get over the shadow of LeBron James. I think they now have a guy who has the potential of being a superstar and they should be a top four team in the East next season. Anything else I would view as disappointing. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.